This past Sunday, for the first time in 15 years, Susie Sue of Susie and the Banshees performed in America, and it was out in Pasadena, California. Why do you care? I don't know if you care or not, but I care because I was there. So it was supposed to be a one-day festival, the Cruel World Festival. I saw Love and Rockets. I saw Billy Idol. I saw Berlin. I saw the Vapors. I saw all this great 80s majesty. And then towards the end of the evening, way past the mountains, a little bit of lightning flared up. And one of the lightning strikes hit the mountain. They shut down the entire show. Oh, my God! And it was over. And so, fuck you, Iggy Pop. You got three songs in, and now it's over. And Susie, you didn't get to play at all. And so we went to bed and woke up the next morning. My daughter and I were out there to go see this Cruel World Festival, yeah. which we saw the first one of last year. And when we woke up, she looked like... Do you remember that time in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory where he opened up his first Wonka bar? Because his family was dirt poor. Yeah. And there was no golden ticket inside. My daughter looked more dejected than Charlie uh, that morning. She's just like, I can't. I, the only reason she wanted to go was Iggy Pop and Susie Sue. And so it was over. <laughs> we were going to meet our friends Aww. for d- dumpling brunch. And then we were heading to LAX to head back home on time for Sunday to get back to our Monday. And then all of a sudden, as we're leaving the hotel, the powers that be said Susie Sue has stuck around Iggy Pop has stuck around and Gary Newman has agreed to do another performance for those who are willing to stick around a second day I'm like oh man paying for the flight extension and the flight change and another hotel and and then I looked over at my daughter I'm like all right that's fine it's only money who gives a fuck nobody and we stuck around for day two and got to see Susie Sue live and again these are all 80s bands right so I mean like we we're moving on in years, all of us, but it was fucking spectacular, man. It was so good, and she was floating. She being my daughter, also oh, Susie yeah. Sue. She, she, uh, it, it was worth every dime that it cost and all the hassle and the rearranging. We also realized that, you know what? I'll bet Monday in Minnesota could probably get by without both of us, and it did. However, going all the way back to Shania Twain last week and then that this past weekend and where we're at now... I can't seem to regulate my sleep. I'm not sure that I'm even awake right now or alert. My name is Brian Oak, and that's Sean Bernard. It is episode 4,892. 17, maybe 318, something like that. All right, something like that. I anyway. have a question for you. Yeah. I think it's great that you took your daughter to the show, by the oh, way. Yeah. I know you two had a blast and how much you love her. It was um, amazing. How many people, the question isn't did you see anybody, but how many people did you see that were dressed like the part. The great thing about Cruel World, think of it as if you went to the Renaissance Festival, sure. right? Yeah. But there were 70,000 people there on the same day. Imagine a gothic Renaissance Festival. So you've got everybody from the yes. average everyday Joe with jean shorts and a black Sisters of Mercy t shirt on. <laughs> To, but now remember, we're also very close to and LA. And Doc Martens, like the boots, the full boots. Of course, okay. but we're also very close to LA. I mean, LA, right? And so you've got some of the most fashion forward people on planet Earth. So somewhere between a Gothic Coachella and a Gothic Renaissance Festival, everywhere you looked, the, the people watching is as fascinating as the State Fair, but a very, very, very different animal, right? It was. It was exquisite. It was glorious. And my knee was killing me the whole time because these festival grounds by the Rose Bowl are giant. 
but my God, it was good. <laughs> it was so, so I was a bit good. jealous. Bit jealous. Well, I mean, the show was good. Everyone sounded good. Billy Idol, me. Love and Rockets, on the other hand. Anyway, it is the Brian Oak Show, and here we are in the Smart Start MN Studios. We'll be talking to Martin Devaney very shortly here because he's got a big gig coming up, and it's going to be cool. But before we get there, I do want to thank Smart Start MN, Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. What does that mean? It means that if you drink and drive, first of all, you fucked up, son. You shouldn't have done that, all right? Uh, but it happens. People do it all the time, and you need to move on with your life. You can't just sit there and be like, I'm a loser. You are, but you also have to get back away from being a loser. Smart Start MN can help you get there much more quickly and frankly for an almost too reasonable amount of money to get you back on the road you will be you will lose your license if even if you're not found guilty you lose your license if you get pulled over drunk driving absolutely and i you know we keep everything confidential so i just had somebody reach out to me that had a friend i'm doing air quotes who apparently got a dui and they needed the help of (laughs) smart start mn it was one of those where it's like it's you isn't it Oh, no, no, no. It's a friend of mine that could really use the help. But what's their number and how do I get a hold of them? You mean how does your friend get a hold of them? Exactly. One of those deals. Yeah, no, I also, uh, to talk, you know, to relate to your person's friend, I also had a friend who had a DUI at one point. It was a long, 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 more than 20 years ago. Yes. But it was a fucking nightmare. It really was. So go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock thingy well i don't know what the hell to call it. it's a little gadget you blow into it it is a magic happens you can drive it's basically a breathalyzer in your car and you can only start your car if you blow clean and you should be blowing clean speaking of (laughs) martin devaney is our guest and he'll be joining us coming up momentarily (laughs) oh martin's been blowing clean for years look at his face right now it's just (laughs) just precious (laughs) well but it's accurate i mean that's the kind of the room we're in right now in the smart start mn studio but before we get to martin i do want to share one particular track and i want to share one particular thing uh yesterday day before yesterday the news came out yesterday i'm not exactly sure when it went down but at the age of 83 we lost one of the great american performers of all of our lifetimes she was born in a place called nutbush tennessee uh and her real name which i can't get on my computer right now it's it's something like i mean it's like Ellie Mae Glutz or something. I mean, it's it's so unbelievable. But in real life or in the life that we call real life, her name was Tina Turner. And Tina Turner, after spending the 60s and 70s creating some of the most amazing, beguiling funk, R&B, and pop that has ever existed, then having this incredible rebirth in the 80s with Private Dancer and subsequent albums, Tina Turner is one of those people that doesn't seem like an actual human. She seems like she's fairy folk or something right i mean she's just too good and it's sad to think of her being gone but here we are in that particular era so i'm not going to play one of the hits i found this song quite by accident on 45 like a little Mm. tiny seven inch single long ago and at one point in the early part of the song she says stuff and things and things and stuff and stuff and things and then gets into the song and i'm like Fuck, only Tina Turner, man. This one is called Bold Soul Sister. R.I.P. Tina Turner from The Brian Oak Show. Yes, yes. 
as I was just telling Martin, um, one of the great things about working at a record store, and there are a lot, there are some things that are tedious and idiotic, like people and having to work in retail and deal with people. <laughs> but working, it's like working in a library. Every once in a while you come across something and you're like, I don't have any fucking idea what this is. But luckily there are a couple of really nice turntables right up front yep. and you can put it all on and listen to it. And sometimes it is shit. And other times you get that song right there. Bold Soul Sister by Ike and Tina Turner from back in the day. Once again, R.I.P. Tina Turner. I'm Brian. That is Sean over there. It is the Brian Oak Show podcast and joining us today, he's been here before and he's back in the smart start mn studios martin devaney martin how are you man i'm all right how are you did you make it through winter all right yeah dragged a little but uh yeah you know tumbled tumbled through it okay oh well literally the bruise on your arm <laughs> looks like you were in a nunchuck fight uh and, and it looks like you got you took one i can't imagine what the other guy looks yeah, like yeah but that arm looks rough my man nun, my nunchuck days were were rough yeah yeah <laughs> Never very good at it, right? No. A lot of practicing the basement, a lot of whacking yourself on the side of the head. The Ninja Turtles were too much of an early influence. I understand. I yeah. understand. Um, other than that, how is your spring treating you so far? Are you all right? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, pretty busy and just... That's not convincing you know? at all. I want to know what is yeah. making the magic dance in your blood right now. And magic dance in my blood. Yeah. Um, man... It's not it's, dancing in your blood right now. That's that's fine. Days that, like that. today, it's getting there. Yeah? But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let me ask you this then, before we get to the matter at hand. When's the last time you played out live and got that? I mean, it's like, it's like a, you know, especially for people who quit drinking. It's, I know that getting up on stage and reaching people and getting that round of applause after that first song you really properly fucking kill, that's like a hit, man. That's a, a jab right in the vein. That's the narco stuff right there. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you played? Uh, actually, this past Friday. Oh. Um, and did you get the narco hit on Friday? Well, it's funny. I was just I was saying to my wife, like, uh, it's the first time in a while that I felt like uh, maybe it was because of, you know, like the nostalgia of the night itself, but the first time i played in a while that it felt like there was some purpose behind it and uh kind of gave me a kick in the ass going forward so it was good that's great yeah i mean the days uh, there are numerous days where i don't feel that kick in the ass and where i don't feel like there's a reason to go forward but you do it anyway right i mean you wake up you go through it you go through the machinations right i'm glad you felt that do you have any idea what might have led to that kind of an experience for you during that performance i mean like what's the difference between that and just playing a regular gig what needs to happen for that particular alchemy to evolve well i mean you know it's uh it's a vibe you're feeding off a crowd or you know given to each other but i think it's um i don't know i feel like i've had a few things post winter so you know as we kind of Got into fake spring and then real spring. Which now, <laughs> I'm still not convinced, man. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it, but it's very Minnesotan to do this. You real take, spring that feels like summer. You can but, take yeah. the plastic off the windows, but are you sure? Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly, so. exactly. But uh, you know, I had a few experiences just like thinking back to the times when there's that community vibe and. There's a shared energy in the room and just kind of seeking that out and thinking about the times when that's happened for me and when I've had the luck to be a part of constructing something like that. And I think that's given just that idea and remembering that feeling has given me a little energy lately. So, All right. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah, that's I the whole point of doing it, right? I mean, if yeah. there's not a reward, 
be it serotonin or be it that interaction or feeling fulfilled creatively, then there's no point in doing it, right? Right, yeah. But sometimes the antenna's up and yeah. and you're, you're getting the signal. So. Well, I'm glad it was just this past Friday. I mean, that's less yeah. than a week ago. Yeah. So you've had good juice. Yeah, after not for a while of being a little off off it, you know, and it's, yeah, refreshing. Any idea why you were off it? No, I don't know. You know, it could be that long winter, but um, <laughs> that was a ball buster that winter. It was. It tough. just was. And I think um, you know a couple dashes of existential dread and yeah, yeah, and just a lot of like you know feeling a little rudderless and 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 uh, yeah, I don't know. It's very weird. Um, so earlier before we all got in here, I sat down on the bench out front to have a cigarette, and a guy came by, Adrian. And he was looking to drum up a little money, but he was also a really talented singer and a very free spirit. And so when you talk about existential dread, I think you'll appreciate the fact that life can both be terrible and unrewarding, but it can also give you these amazing, impossible individual moments. I didn't know what I was going to get. I went Facebook Live with this guy. Gold. Pure, pure gold. I don't care how many likes it gets. I don't care how many hits it gets. I'm glad I was there as it unfolded. And before we talk about your upcoming gig next week, Brian's going to have some more acid reflux. Mm. <laughs> no, it's not acid reflux. I'm sorry. I just, this sparkling Italian soda that we fill the studio with was uh, repeating on me a little it bit. Repeats like a howitzer. I, uh, <laughs> howitzers don't repeat. They're giant cannons. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> saying what? <laughs> Nothing. That's Sean Bernard. Before we talk to Martin again about the upcoming gig and hear some of the music that's going to be featured, let's talk to Sean Bernard. Sean, you recently have changed the sign outside your door. You are a realtor by trade. You've been doing realty for a while now, but you recently have a new home, which I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, is Remax Results. It is Remax Results, Brian. Thank you so much for mentioning that. My pleasure. Sorry, I thought we were in a bad infomercial there for a second. Now, Sean, uh, I understand that people sometimes <laughs> buy and sell homes. What could you tell people about that? Well, Brian, there's an option to either buy or sell if you, that's what you want to do. Interesting. Yeah, so just you know, pick up the phone and call me, and I can show you really nice rectangles with roofs on them. In your I, area. I love living in a box. I've lived in a box almost my entire life, but every once in a while, you want to change boxes. Yes, you, you do. You can help people do that. Some have windows, some have floors, some have fully constructed roofs. Or is it roofs? I, I've heard people say roofs. Like hooves? Yeah, exactly. Like as opposed to a hoof? I have, and I'm like, no, I, don't, uh, no, I don't think that's it. <laughs> An array of roofs? I think the... Well, <laughs> you two are, I would consider, linguists in this room. What do you think, Martin? Oh, sure. Well, I think it's regional, probably. I, but, but I mean, <laughs> well, so, well, but I mean, it's uh, very diplomatic, by the yeah, way. Exactly. That's the guy who's looking. To I know sell, where I'm sitting. That's the guy who's looking to sell records and T-shirts right there. I'm I'm going with roofs because I could give a fuck what anybody thinks. I think that's how I lean. Roofs, exactly. Yeah. So one of the things that I'm still doing is donating a portion of every buy and sell to a local musician or band. Did you know? Trivia. Who is our fifth most listened to podcast? Of all time. Fifth? Yeah, just a, just a guess. We've done 317, 18, 19, yes. something like that of these. Fifth, Martin Devaney? It's Martin Devaney. Okay. All right. Not surprised. That's pretty nah, cool, that's Martin. Pretty well, Considering dude, that I've one been... of the people that's a, that's ahead of you has a local radio show in Corey Cove. Corey, I think Corey Cove's number one. Yeah, yeah. I, and and a board really? game. 
four editions of a board game. Exactly. The right. game. Is Corey Cove really the number he, he, one? He is. And, and it's funny to me because Martin is so subtle and deadpan and dry, but people just fucking love you. So well, we got to keep guys like this performing and a part of the Twin Cities music scene. So 612-859-2594 if you know of somebody that wants to buy or sell and will donate to a great local artist. You don't get to be the honorary mayor of St. Paul. That's true. Without being able to pull a couple of fucking Maybe that's strings. it. Maybe All we right. fooled them with the title. They're like, honorary mayor of St. Paul? Who is? And then they listen. They're like, oh, well, I guess I can. <laughs> who's, the, who's the actual mayor of St. Paul right now? Melvin Carter. That's oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. How yeah. long does that last? That tenure? Because um, I feel like he's been there for a long time. Yeah, I mean, there's no term limits, I don't think, but uh, certainly not in the unofficial seat. Okay, but we, you know, we went to high school together. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're, you're no, older you, than me. Yeah, you, you St. Paul types, man. You like you are thick as thieves. It's right? crazy what it's like over there in St. Paul. Let's yeah. go ahead and hear some music. But before we do, uh, I'm assuming. All the music you've chosen is part of this upcoming thing you're doing next week, yeah? Yeah, yep. All right, so let's talk about that. Thursday, June 1st, the White Squirrel. Where's the White Squirrel for people who have no idea? Uh, it's down on West 7th in St. Paul. Okay. Um, 974 West 7th. Um, kind of Randolph and West 7th by the fire station. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's the second anniversary of the joint being open. What do you like about the White Squirrel? Proximity is key. It's uh, very near. <laughs> it's very near my home. But never hurts, does it? Uh, and especially not in St. Paul. That's why. Um, well, that's why I'm a hook and ladder guy. It's right there, there and I'm like, I could be home literally in six minutes. But that said, um, I've known the folks that run it um, for 15 years, yeah. and it's it's a great vibe in the room. It's small, and it's a good neighborhood place, and uh, they host a ton of music, and yeah, it's just it's a good vibe, and it's good. Good place for a lot of music. What's going down for the second anniversary celebration? Who's playing? Uh, seven bands are playing. Uh, starting at 4 o'clock. I'm kicking it off, actually, with a solo set at 4. Um, on a Thursday, you say? Yeah, they want it to, to be literally on June 1st. So Okay. It's, well, I mean, well, if it's the anniversary, yeah. it's the anniversary. Like, if you tell your wife, honey, I know our anniversary is coming up on Tuesday, but I don't really have any free time till Saturday. Do you mind if we push it back a little bit? cool spouse might be cool with that honey i want to wait a few more days until we make our annual love (laughs) if we can just push this back to saturday or sunday i know how much you want it tonight but i need to wait just a few more days it seems generous all right who's playing at this event next thursday i've got a good i've got a good anniversary story this year (laughs) let's hear Um, this next song but first tell me who's playing uh so i'm kicking it off and then uh jeremy and the lords of the universe loser magnet (laughs) <laughs> Great band. Uh, Deep Fakes, which is uh, Dave Roper from The Blind Shake, is in a new band, nice. Deep Fakes. Uh, Crush Scene, uh, Mary Cutrafello and Trevor McSpadden. Wow. And then Unattractive Giant Monster, <laughs> closing it out. So you're playing at the beginning. Yeah. You're not even the headliner. I'm the opener. Where the fuck is Unattractive Giant Monster then? Why don't we have them on right now, Sean? I don't know. You think we would have had the headliner on? I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, we're not we're not running a soup kitchen here, Devaney. All right. I I know. I get I get enough of that out on the street. (laughs) (laughs) We need it in here. Tell me about this first song. Uh, This is Trevor McSpadden and Mary Cutrafello. They play actually every Tuesday night. They do like a happy hour set at uh, six to eight, and it's kind of like a just kind of a honky tonk country thing. They did a live record at the White Squirrel last year with uh, Tom Garneau, 
and uh, that is out. And so we're going to do a tune from that, an old George Jones song. Um, and they are playing kind of in the middle. I think they play Mirrors Park that night, too. They're doing two shows that night. So. Walk through this world with me Go where I go Share all my dreams with me I need you so In life we search Some of us find I've looked for you This world with me Go where I go Share all my dreams with me I need you so In life we search Some of us That seems like live, that would be a tremendous amount of fun. I wonder if I could ever see yeah. that duo live. Every every Tuesday. Every Tuesday yeah, six, at the White Squirrel. Six to eight. And yeah. next Thursday to celebrate the second anniversary of the White Squirrel. Yeah, they're playing a little later. but yeah. Well, I mean, I think we all know that... Little venues, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to diminish the White Squirrel, but you know what I mean. But like a, a smaller tiny. venue, <laughs> exactly. It's tiny. When we don't support these kinds of places that have these burgeoning scenes, those things go away, right? And we don't want that, do we? No, we don't. Yeah, 
Was the white squirrel once a house or something? It sure looks like yeah, it. Yeah, it's an old house. It's I think it's like, you know, 120 years old. Wow. And it's been a tavern back in the day. It's been various businesses. And it most recently was office space for the Fort Road Federation. But, but decent sight lines. Yeah. There's a good standing room up front, and then there's the bar kind of towards the back as you enter the door. And it's just a great... I love an intimate venue. I don't need to go to the big concerts anymore. It's just a great... People probably look back at you while you're performing, which is kind of nice, mm-hmm. you know. So cool let me venue. ask you this. Like half the size of the Turf Club? Smaller, I would say. Smaller than yeah. It's like kind of laid out like the 331, but a little smaller. Oh, yeah. wow. All right. Yeah. But see, those kind of venues, man, you get that critical mass. You get that celebration. You get people all moving in the same direction. That's the whole bit. Before yeah. we talk more about that, and also I got a couple things to pick your brain about, Mr. Devaney, mm-hmm. uh, we should mention Moxie Wealth Management. We Mo- should. Moxie Wealth Management is the latest sponsor to join the Brian Oak Show podcast. What do they do? Well, they manage wealth. It's right there in their name. I mean, you can't, moxiewealthmanagement.com. But Joe and his team take a comprehensive approach to looking at what you have. I think that a lot of people underestimate what they have and who they are and what their assets may be. I'm not a rich man. I'm certain, though, that I could benefit from wealth management. Yeah, what are some of your strengths, Brian? Name like one or two. I would say, if anything, I I care too much. I work, oh, I work too hard. Sure. I don't know when to turn the lamp off and just go home and enjoy my home life. I just can't stop giving and working and caring. Uh, also, I'm really, really well endowed. And a... I'm going to edit that out. Uh, (laughs) And a weakness would be probably not so good at wealth management, I'm guessing. Uh, To say the very least. Yeah, so it's important to know somebody. If you really, really suck at something, have somebody that knows how to do that. So with Moxie Wealth Management, they have a whole team of people. They can show you how to... I was going to say hide your money, but I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that out loud. No, no, no. They allow you to... To do some tax savings via some investments, if you if that makes any sense, some tax tax deferred investment well, let's planning be clear, and that sort that of thing. That is completely above board. By it the way, is, it, it is. We're not yeah. talking about offshore no, accounts. Never. We're not talking about. Can I bury my gold in the backyard? Well, you see, can. No, that right Where there, do you live? Is that? I'm not going to tell you. Is oh, that okay. wealth management? Though that I was mean, good like, wealth management. Mason right jars full <laughs> of cash <laughs> buried in the backyard. I mean, it's saving, but it's not really managing. There are ways to increase your wealth. There are ways to make sure that you're set up for the future. And the good people at MoxieWealthManagement.com can help you get there a little quicker. Yeah, set an appointment. This is one of those things that a lot of people don't want to deal with. But you kind of, if you're a listener around our age, you probably don't want to blow this off anymore. Set an appointment with Joe Burgess or somebody on his team and at least kind of find out where you're at so you know where you need to be when you get there. Are you... Have you been out golfing uh, or are you using some sort of bronzer? I just noticed all of a sudden, like, I see you all the time, yeah. but suddenly you look, you like have real color it's on your body. It's high blood pressure. Is that- really- <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I I try to play once a week. Um, I try to play once a week and I snuck out yesterday. I snuck out yesterday, um, which is weird because I was on a cart and you're usually shaded most of the time in the cart, but... I did play yesterday. I had meetings in the morning, showings in the afternoon. I was like, 
screw it. I'm going to sneak out and play. Oh, you don't need to justify going out to golf, man. No, life I love is, it. Life is short, and if you get a chance to get, what, do you get 9, 18 in? What'd I got get? 18. I, nice. love, I love it so much that I hate it. That's what it is. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Stupid I, you know, sport. For, the, for many years, I had the, the right schedule to be, like, get into golfing, and I'm like, what do I need? Do I need another expensive hobby that wastes my time and money? No. But some people love it. I... I have yet to swing an actual club. I've been to get, like putt putt golf. I can my shirt yeah, game's Well, pretty. your dad, Ron's a good player. Avid He's played golfer. for years. Yeah, avid. avid I got to get golfer. out for a round with him just to hear about your childhood. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Martin Devaney is our guest right now. This coming Thursday, June first, at the White Squirrel in St. Paul, the second anniversary celebration. You said you have a good anniversary story. You want to drop that on us? Oh yeah, this year um, it came up that Taylor Swift is playing. Uh, a tour. She's touring. She's yeah, playing a yeah. show here on. Couple of them. She's doing two shows. She's at US doing Bank Stadium. Two, but initially was doing one. Right. And it happened to fall on my wedding anniversary when my wife and her sister want to bring our niece to the show. Totally fine. Great. Yeah. Have fun. Yep. Uh, so then I needed some. I I, I needed plans, and it turns <laughs> out and I was joking about what to do. Right. But it turns out that is Willie Nelson's uh, Outlaw Music Festival is coming, so I'm headed out to see that. Wow. Where's that happening at? Somerset. Okay. Oh, yeah. cool. That'll wow. be great. So, You're going to see Willie Nelson. Yep. Can Outdoors you, he's at my Somerset. Date. Yeah, he's my date. Um, I, you know I, what? I, again, no so. disrespect to your wife, and I'm sure everything's going swimmingly, but if I had to choose between your wife and Willie Nelson, I'm also picking Willie Nelson. She's going to listen to this, you know. Just kidding, honey. Plus, not seven hundred dollars a ticket. <laughs> Love you, Celia. Oh my God, I can't imagine what they paid for Taylor uh, Swift. She tickets. got in. It was she. Regular, regular yeah, she price. got in. Really? Yeah, it took a while, but they got it. At something you know, not ridiculous. Good for them. No college for your niece, but she gets to see Taylor Swift. <laughs> Volleyball scholarship. Oh, what's, nice. What's nice. important in we'll life? See. College or Taylor Swift? College, I dropped out after you won't a year. Remember it? Shits for losers. <laughs> um, now Taylor Swift, on the other hand, that's for winners right there. So yeah. good on your niece and good on your wife. And I hope you have a fantastic time there. Let's hear from apparently the headliners of the upcoming second anniversary <laughs> celebration, who we couldn't get a hand uh, or get a hold of, but um, we do have Martin Devaney. Martin, tell me about unattractive giant monster. Yeah, uh, my buddy Tom, my former uh, co-host at Trivia for years, and and good friend from a long time ago uh is the bass player in unattractive giant monster they're a pretty new band and he did the poster for the show which if you look it up is kind of like an old columbia house mm. uh ad with nice. all the different bands and movie fonts on there but 20 uh, cds for one penny yeah basically so yeah. seven bands for free yeah um for free so we didn't cover that part before this whole event is free right yeah really um yep People get their, you know, suggested donations in the tip jar. Of course. And bands, you know, do make a little money, but it is no cover charge. And anybody who's not an unattractive giant monster that doesn't put a little money in the tip jar, you're an unattractive giant monster. Correct. Correct. Yeah. That's that's an That's the way thing. the game works, yeah. man. Like yeah. if you go out, if you, go out you have to tip somebody. Even yeah. if the service is terrible, you give them the base minimum, right? And so even if you go and you're like, ah, those bands were all right, throw some fucking money in the jar. Again, you don't have to make sure your niece doesn't go to school, but it's kind of like what, like Sean, what you do with your real estate stuff. You yeah. always donate a portion of every buy or sell to a local artist 
None of these people are flying home on their Learjet, no. all right? They are they are going to go home to a life like most of us live, very regular, very day-to-day, very hand-to-mouth, throw some money in the fucking jar. Is that fair? Uh, yeah, you know, if there's no cover, you yeah, make yeah, one up. Exactly, you decide. Yeah. But don't do nothing because that's... That's a dick move. So let's go ahead and hear some unattractive giant monster. What is this song called? It's called Piddle Dickin'. I like it. See, that was cool. That's that was that's going to be fun line. Yeah, and that's happening fun. Thursday, June first. The headliners, uh, unattractive giant monster. Yep. <laughs> UGM, as a lot of us, you know, the insiders like to call them. Um, you have said two things since you I've seen UTM you today. Or UGM. Uh, you. UGM? Okay, good. Did I not say UGM? I thought you said UTM. Who knows, man? I don't know. Rewind this podcast later if you'd like to prove, Brian. Mm, I don't really care. So It doesn't matter. If I'm wrong, guess what? 
My name's on the fucking box, baby. All right. The Brian Oak Show episode, whatever the hell it is. Martin Devaney is our guest. Before we talk about the last two important things we have to talk about, you said two things today that have <laughs> stuck with me, and one's going to be the name of my band, and the other one's going to be the name of our first EP. You just said voice font, because we were talking about AI and deep fakes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone could take my voice, run it through an AI simulator. Suddenly, Brian Oak is superfluous. It's over. I mean... They, Although, would it have the panache? That being said, probably it would. Uh, voice font is brilliant. The thing you said before we started recording, I love it for a few reasons. One, because I grew up in the 70s. I collected Charlie's Angels trading cards. And the alliteration, four-word alliteration is rare. Alliteration happens a lot. I'm Farrah Fawcett fan fiction. You said Farrah Fawcett fan fiction and I believe that that's either going to be the name of my first EP or the epitaph on my headstone. Yeah. I'm not sure which one. Well, you want me on your categories team. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> Martin Devaney is our guest. Martin, tell me about I Dispatch. Like uh, I don't yeah. feel like it gets. I mean, I, people know about it, right? But I don't feel like it gets talked about enough. Well, like we we have another publication out there. Yeah. In an era where publications are not proliferating, they are disappearing. Right, right. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, an actual newspaper that comes out every two weeks. Yeah. Um, or every fortnight, as our as, British friends would like, I like to say. It. Yes, every yeah. fortnight. Every fortnight. Uh, and what does Dispatch do? What does it cover? What happens inside of Dispatch? Why, yeah, would, I mean, why would I pick it up? Uh, to have a tactile reading experience, Brian. I, and I enjoy um, those very much. Uh, about the arts and culture of the Twin Cities. Okay. Something else that you've cared about historically. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I mean... The, the, you know, cheap response is like, oh, it's city pages, but it's not, you know, exactly that, but kind of serving it's that It's its purpose. own animal, so right? That's the easy way to kind of get you into it. But, right. um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, we're, we're doing about 28 pages on average every two weeks. Which is um, great. And again, we live in this era of contracting media, right? Like the internet's changed everything. And yeah. so that tactile reading experience that you're talking about is not common. It is not every day. It is not something that's normal. And certainly new ones don't come along, but dispatches come along. Where do you find dispatch? Uh, you know, all the usual suspects, coffee shops, record stores, venues, bars. Um, and what do you do for them? And I am now, I was freelancing for my, kind of around the new year for a bit, and now I'm, uh, I've come on as like an assistant editor. Um, so doing some, some, you know, editing behind the scenes, a lot of just random content and writing, but, um, you know, writing the odd article. I have a couple things about mini golf and uh, pinball and a baseball glove repair shop in the newest issue. Um and yeah, it's it's been it just had its first year anniversary of a publication. Happy and, anniversary! Uh, yeah, and uh, so I just came on a few months ago, and um, the two main people behind it, Taylor Carrick and Katie Doman, uh, the publisher and editor respectively, are folks I've known for a long time. If and, I say uh, stop talking and start chalking, <laughs> you both know that one, do you? Can you name the pinball machine? Eight Ball Deluxe. Oh, nice. nice. Big cowboy hat guy. Oh, yeah. oh, I, I remember that guy. I, I fucking suck at pinball, and I don't really play oh. it ever, and I didn't back in the day much. I played video games, stand-up video games way more, but every time I'd walk by, I'd be like, stop talking and start chucking. Oh, man. Eight Ball Deluxe. There's no turning that down. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm certain that as I slowly let loose of this mortal coil on my deathbed, 
that's probably going to be the last thing I think about before I slip into oblivion. Speaking of slipping into oblivion, we're not doing that. We're heading into summer. Uh, and before we let you go, Martin, which we need to do right now, you said there's a possibility of a regular gig coming up for you towards later on in the year. Uh, yeah, I've been, um, for the last two years at White Squirrel, I've been booking a night a month uh, under the Pig's Eye Records banner, my my label. Right. Um, I'm going to come September probably start hosting those each month, so I'll be playing a set. Kind of have a monthly gig in in the uh, neighborhood and uh, kind of be hosting an artist or two each month. Does the White Squirrel have a website? Like if people yes. want to stay on top of what's going down, I imagine it's whitesquirrel.com. Whitesquirrelbar.com. Whitesquirrelbar.com. Yep. And what about you? Do you have a website? Yes. Uh, it's being rebuilt as we speak. Uh, martindevaney.com. Same for the last 20 so years or whatever, but uh, seems logical. I want you to make there. it gonna... sound more exciting than that, Martin. Hey, Martin, do be... back. You're better, new, improved. Stand by for the debut of the brand new MartinDevaney.com. Your one-stop shop. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. No, getting that up and running with some uh, some stuff on there and and everything you need to know. All right, very yeah. good. Uh, Not great happy to... in my work, I guess. No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, I just that's all I was thinking about. Oh man, <laughs> Droopy Dog. <laughs> Not happy in my work. I guess. And what is that from? Droopy Dog. Oh, Droopy yeah, 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 Dog. Oh, brr, brr, <laughs> with the big... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not no, the ears happy hanging in up. my work. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Next Thursday, June 1st, <laughs> White Squirrel, second anniversary party. Martin's going to be there. Unattractive monsters are going to be there. With any luck, on the third anniversary, my new group, supporting our new EP, Farrah Fawcett Fan Fiction, will also be performing live. For us. Have to... It's all coming together. It's oh coalescing in front of my very eyes. What have I done? We got to go. Uh, Martin, <laughs> I wish you the best this summer. Have a great Thanks. gig next week, and Thank we'll you. talk again soon, all right? Yeah. Now, I'm, if I understand, this last artist is also apparently going to be performing next Thursday. Yeah, a little played out, um, but, <laughs> uh, you know, nevertheless, they throw a bone to the vets. Yeah? And uh, You're going to be playing, though. Yeah, kicking it off at 4 o'clock with a solo set. Give me one interesting thing about this song again i never ask an artist to explain what does the title mean what's the song all about but there's always some interesting orbital facts about every song every creative effort is there anything interesting about this song you'd like to share before we dive into it uh i had the song title for years and i had a lot of different music over time but we landed on this one about 10 years ago this musical arrangement so i finally wrote a tune to the title after a long time Sean, thank you. Martin, thank you. Here's Martin Devaney, House of the Beaten Path. There's an auburn beauty upon Cathedral Hill, hoping for someone.
Joe Burgess is a registered representative and investment advisor representative of Securian Financial Services Incorporated. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Securian Financial Services uh, Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. North Star Resource Group is an independently owned and operated. Moxie is affiliated with North Star Resource Group and is independently owned and operated. 2701 University Avenue Southeast, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55414.